And we are on the spinning hamsters. I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting you to leave that for me. You just looked at me like you don't say it, and I'm like, hey, honestly, what am I saying? It is what it is. We make it up as we go. Um, but welcome everyone to second episode of Spinning Hamsters. Uh, today we are with uh, the elusive Bigfoot, aka Elvin Adamana. Hi, Elvin. Hi. How are you? I'm not too bad. You? How's your day at work today? Long, but good. Now, today is a what? Two, Tuesday. One, Tuesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's a Tuesday. He was in office in Hamilton. Correct. Uh, as a lean, mean fighting machine <laughs> that we like to call the Canadian Army. Is that right, sir? Yes, but you know, I was just doing a simple office job today, nothing fancy. I was what did you do today? Tell me. I'm just, cord- I'm just coordinating people who to send where for what job is available for them to do. It's my job to send them out there, so I just go on my computer and be like, Simplify that for me. All right. One person's free. He's doing nothing right now. I see him. You know what? There's a job here. I'm sending you to London. You know, you're free. I'm sending you to Borden. Are you sending emails? Yeah. So he sent emails all day. Yeah, yeah, he's a keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior. Keyboard warrior. fingers are relaxed. Hear that, ladies? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little cracking ASMR. I don't know if the mic picked it up, but it's there. Wait, but, oh uh, my god. No, how about Elvin? You in- introduce yourselves to yeah, our please. loyal fans. Oh, yes, who I am. Um, Elvin Amana, I'm still a student at Brock University. Finished off my one last year of my degree program, ComSan Business. Sorry, I gotta shift over to my mic. Yeah, yeah, you to the mic. If you're, I kind of forgot I'm using an iPhone so as a mic. The context here is he's moving his chair back and forth, so it's gonna last, sound like this. <laughs> but, like, talk to the mic, dude. Alright, my bad, shy. my bad. Don't be shy. Move a little closer. Yeah. yeah. Get a little, it's a little personal. Like, get, get, get in that. Oh, yeah. There, there, there we all right. go. Now it's better. I just move the mic. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. That's nice. There we go. All right. Keep talking, big boy. Alright, what was I saying? Who are you? What are you about? Who am I? Just a simple guy and just living a simple life. Okay, we're in Toronto. Before. Just kidding. That was Niagara Falls. That was horrible. <laughs> that was so bad. Okay, okay. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll redo. My name is Elvin. I work at Armed Forces. I'm also a student, finish off my degree. Yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. I also love cameras. P- pretty decent on the camera. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, fair enough. This okay. guy uh, yesterday was taking uh, photos for, uh, actually you were paid to take prom pictures. Yes, I was. That's how, so exciting. How, how, what's your rate? Yeah, what's your rate? What are you charging oh, people on Is that I'm, variable depending on how much you like them? No, no, it's no standard. It's so I, standard. I said every date I, there was there for me, I was taking pictures of, 150. $150 No, for each date. For date? Like, for, like, a couple that wanted photo shoots, uh, though that day paid me 150 then the other day paid me 150 then... Wait, so yesterday you racked up, like, like, four or five hundred bucks? No, no, I only did for two days. You know how long it takes for one, for one couple to do a photo shoot? Fair enough. I mean, were you offering, like, editing and stuff, too, or just, like... I, that comes straight with it. Like, I'm going okay. to do, if I'm going to take pictures for them, I want All to give right. them the best pictures. All right, fair enough. I guess if you're the only photographer you know is charging you whatever amount, you just have to pay it because you know no other photographers. Double exactly. E photography, ladies and gentlemen. Double E photography. Check them out on Instagram. On the gram. Yeah. Face. Do you do Facebook? I don't do Facebook. He doesn't Instagram. Do. I'm not a boomer. Only. Whoa. It's not a boomer. Go. I only yeah, use Instagram Facebook for facing market. One trick pony, this guy is. <laughs> Yeah, no other, no other, yeah, it's okay. It's okay, that's all I need to stick with. 
Okay, so you're you're at Brock. Um, you're studying comp science business. Yep, comp science business. How do you balance like the the military part with your school? Like, is it just like the days you don't have class, you go, or like how does that work? Yes and no. I just first year I was doing the same thing. Big mistake. I failed a class. Nice. Mm. I failed my math class. Oh. Second year, I was I did a, somehow I passed the first semester. But I worked a lot less. But I also realized I was broke. Then by the second, by the time second semester hit, COVID hit. I was like, you know what? COVID helped a lot. Like classes are so much easier online, and well, for me, I was just able to work from home a lot. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed making money and passing class at the same time. So I took a year off. Took the third year off, and so I would ask for the year I went to went on tour. Then after I realized, you know what? I like making money. I also want, but I also want to finish my degree. So I decided to switch to school part-time. So I just graduated a year later, take summer classes here and there, and I work like two or three days a week part-time as well. Right, right. Like, I guess like this is... Yeah, so you started doing your military stuff in first year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then like, I remember like, so you were mostly doing, that was like basic training and whatever on like weekends, right? Yeah, I did my basic training on weekends, uh, every Friday, well, not every Friday, but uh, every other Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Why did you Why did you join the military so early? Why didn't you just finish school and then? Why Why did you? Because like a lot of people do one or the other, right? Like they go military they and then you chose to be extra. Extra. Honestly, because <laughs> I didn't know there was an I I didn't know what people were doing. Right. I signed up when I I literally signed up when I was still in high school and I got in when I was before I even graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they're like, "Hey, yeah, we need you come in for basic training for these days." I'm like, "Sure." I do not gonna lie, I did not know how to say no. Right. So I just keep saying yes and yes. I say yes to everything, mostly because all my at the time all my superiors are very intimidating. Like, I'm just a new guy, just 18 years old, just showing up. I'm like, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That. So you just didn't want to like you were just. Scared I was too to scared say to say no. Say no. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll be yeah, there. I can do that. Enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, and then like so basic training kind of ended when like it, it was done first year, right? If it was I done first year. Yeah, I finished that basic training first year. Then I went to my trade training in the f- summer. Right. Which was, okay. I was in Ottawa for. Right, but then there was no school during that time anyway, so oh, yeah. it didn't really matter. I didn't take school at that time. If I did, I would have been destroyed. Like, what was the what was the physical, I guess, like, requirements for you to be able to join the Army? Because I know there's specific things you have to be able to hit physically in terms of calisthenics or, uh, you know, you have to do, like a, like, a 5K or a 10K run under a certain time. Like, what kind of qualifications did you have to hit? Honestly, yeah, only for my fitness test, it was called a force test. And what we did was sandbag carry, sandbag carry, sandbag throws, uh, not correction, not throws, um, lifts. So you t- lift one and put on the truck, lift another, put on the truck as much as you can uh, under three minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, was there like a number of sandbags that you had to get on the truck in that time? There was. I, expect, I forget the actual number. Okay. How about, uh, how was it like how heavy was some of these sandbags? Uh, like 20 pounds, I'd say. Okay. And were they like, was it like a lenient estimate? Do you remember? Like, it was like, okay, yeah, like most people could do it kind of thing? Or oh, most it? people could do it. Like, okay. you're not going to, just, you're just going to sweat. Like, right. as long as you don't give up, you could do it. Okay. Like, you could, technically most people could do it just done like, if they weren't like actually exerting, like, like sprinting the entire time. Right. But like, I was just doing it because my first time I was like, oh my God, I can't fail. I can't fail. So I was right. going nonstop and I was sweating buckets. Yeah, yeah. Then we do have to do some sprints, uh, shuttle runs, uh, body drag. And things like that. So the body drag was basically just pull. It's a bunch of sandbags that's approximately uh, to put up together, and that approximately weighs about two hundred to two hundred fifty pounds. Okay. 
And you just got to drag it for 20, uh, 20 meters, okay. something like that. In a certain amount of time, or just you just have to... You just got to be able pull. to... I wasn't. I don't remember the actual timing for it, but okay. you just pull. You just have to pull it. And that's it. And okay. you got to make sure you reach the finish line. That was it. Nice. And there was no... Was there like a cognitive portion, like a written test? Oh, yeah. There was an um, aptitude test and an interview. In the mm-hmm. aptitude test, there was an English portion and a, well, spatial awareness portion. Like what is that? What does that mean? Basically, it's just a bunch of like they'll give you a bunch of shapes yeah. or like unfolded, mm-hmm. and you gotta say what shape it folds into or what is what shape when this is unfolded, what it does that fold to. So they give you like three different uh, three dimensional like figures, and you just can put it in two D and what it looks like what it looks like in two D so or unfolded. Kind of like passive, basically. Yeah. And then your interviews was like behavioral, like why they ask you like why do you want to join the army type of thing? Like what kind of things do they ask you? They ask me like why do you want to join? Um, do you know anyone in the army? Um, like. So what what do you kind of expect from this in the future? Uh, are you willing to kill when order so? Oh, oh that's nice. And just oh, random bunch wow. of usual questions, you know. And so like for questions like that particular one, you just say to like yes. So okay, you say yes. You say yes. But were you? Like actually though, like if if in the like when you joined, I guess like the thought process is. Like, I mean, I knew that that would be a question or something that's gonna be like brought upon. So like if the time comes, then I hope I don't need to. Right, but, but I mean, like, I think somebody is signing up for the army at a certain point in time, you know, part of it's very macho, part of it's very guy thing. Like, one part you're thinking, you know, you're doing comp side, you have a, a good history, I guess, in terms of, like, your internships, I guess, context. Um, you have, like, an internship at a hospital for kind of a IT role as well as Kojical, which is an internet provider in the area. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you going on, like, did you know at all there was any chance for you to be deployed in a high-risky area? Was there any... Oh, problem? I knew. Like, I always wanted to. Like You always wanted to. Like, like was, this, was this told to you, or were you just mentally prepared for it? I was mentally prepared. I always okay. just wanted to. They don't but really they give it to us they as didn't easily. They didn't really tell you. Okay. If the option was there. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to take this. Right. Oh, I so do it, it was an option. Like, you could choose whether you would want to be... Yeah, as a, I'm a reservist, so I have the option to say no to certain things, but I always want to say yes, because, like, that is one tasking that's I want to do. Something right. that's available, I'm like... I won't get that experience anywhere else. Now, what's the difference between like a reserve and somebody who's like not a reserve? Uh, it's reg force. So reg force are people who work twenty four seven. Actually, right. they're on the clock twenty four seven. Do they live at home? Do Depends where their base? home is. Uh, they have the option to live on base, um, or they could live like get a house near the base and live there. Oh. I know, like in Padua, that's where I was uh, over the summer. And what pe- most people I knew who were from there, they end up having a, p- a home nearby or they just decide to live on base. Most people, or they rent for two years or something until their posting is over and move to the next spot. Okay, so then I guess like, my curiosity is like for somebody who is reserve versus somebody who does this as a full-time rank, rank force, rank force um, what are the like the considerations and the differences between how much time you have to put in? I'm guessing, you know, as a reserve, from what you're saying this summer is right now you're, you're working like nine to five um you're still going to be in person you'll be you have your weekends off but how does that differ for someone who is you know on base all the time like they could literally it's basically the same for them right now except or they might be doing something more precise on their trade or on their job for me i'm focused mostly on information communications mm-hmm. but someone else uh, could be or someone else who's focused on that as well they will be doing that 24-7 or they could be doing something related to that. For me, I'm not doing what that is. I'm currently the full-time summer employment coordinator for my unit. Okay, so you're basically going to arrange for people to... You're like almost like a recruiter. Or I'm not a recruiter. Not a recruiter I would just make... I'm just in charge. You just, he chooses who to do what. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
basically that's it. Like, um, before I took over this role, this is what my one buddy uh, took who was in charge of it. He did most of the work. It's my job to get make sure how these people get back now because not everyone took their own personal vehicle to go to certain places. So now I got my job to get drivers to pick them up and come pull them back or provide them transportation to get back. So Things like that. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. A little, little bit of a little bit of care. I gotta make sure. My a little okay. soft hardness from the yeah. Uh, yeah. The rough and tough Elvin Edamana. <laughs> yeah, I know, 100%. I guess, like, so I guess with, with the people that are around you, like you said, like some people go straight from school, other people, you know, finish degrees. Like, what are the type of people that you see there? Like, how was your, the people you were working with? Were they older, younger? Did they have families? Like, what was the situation? It's very diverse. Like, everyone was different. So one I was working with in summer, a uh, very, like, hardworking guy. He was only, like, he just turned 19, like, about a month ago. And he's already like pretty high up there. He's a leadership role and everything, things like that. Then there's people I worked with that, that Jilly just joined when they're 40, 45. And when I was doing my basic training, there was a guy that was just, who's 50, doing, uh, just doing basic training with them. And I got to give him props. Like he was like pretty fit for a guy who's 50. He was able to keep up better than actually half the people on basic training. All right. So is there any like, so age is not a factor then? It doesn't matter. I believe there is a cutoff age is like, 60, I believe. I'm not, okay, don't but I, on like, that. in terms of, like, like ranking, though. Like, oh, no, it's not, it's not it a factor. They don't care. Right, okay. If you're good at what you do, then yeah, keep, yeah. keep So, would it be, like, what if there's somebody with, like, 10 years of experience, but they're feeling kind of dead inside and don't want to do this versus somebody who's brand new and who has a lot of passion? Would they choose the guy with the new passion or would they choose the guy with more experience? Depends on what they're doing. Right, okay. So, it's so just, yeah, it varies. It's like per situation kind of thing. It all depends on, like, Sure, you might be switched on, but like, how long can they keep that up? Right, right. Because some people might be able to do it for oh, love it for a couple of years, and a couple of years after, they might not like it as much. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I, I guess like. So like during your time there, I guess so. It's been what four, four years, four four full years, one tour over in Europe in Latvia. Um, like, how have you? Like, how have you changed in terms of stepping in? Is it what you expected it to be? Or how how has your outlook been changed for what it is? Honestly, I have no idea. Like, what, what when I first signed up, I had no idea what I was expecting. In my, maybe, like, in my, like, in the movies, you would picture it, like, I'm crawling through barbed wires and things like that uh, with my weapon and all that, and I pull out my laptop as a weapon, or I use that, use that to hit someone. Nothing like that. I was mostly focused on what I got to do, and I, I am trained for worst case scenarios. Did you just say hit someone with a laptop. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I already I do that say, uh, in the library anyway. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know what kind of movies you're watching. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> well, I don't know what kind of movies you're okay. I mean, have you seen our laptops? Our laptops are like a tank. Yeah, it's a those, thick like, Anasonic yeah. one. You just bang someone yeah. over the head, and that laptop's still yeah. fine. I, I know what you're talking about. They're like they use the same ones for like police laptops too. Probably they're chonky, bro. Yo, they're Freaking thick. Chonk. They're like three inches. Yeah, they're like three inches thick. The monitor's literally just one inch already. Then the computer itself is like two inches. Yeah. Yeah, they're, oh, wow. they're they're big, they're chunky. Oh, okay, I could see. I, yeah, I, I could I see someone get knocked out. By I that. withdraw my statement. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in any movies, but I can I can vouch for the thickness of the laptop. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, continue. Personal growth. <laughs> Fuck, personal growth. Like, see, I mean, I mean, that's what we were asking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know. I'm trying to see before, personal growth here. Um, I guess I'm much more disciplined than before. Okay. I okay. do enjoy life more than when I was young compared to when I was younger. Like, I, mean, I was there at the point like. I had no idea what to expect. He's not that old, just just so everyone knows. Yeah, he's, I'm only he's like, 22. He's like, yeah, like he's the same I'm age 22. as us. 
By younger, you mean four years ago, you. Like, I like I knew what I wanted. Like, I was going to have all the freedom in the world growing up. I was allowed to do anything I want. Like, even now, my ambitions are changed. I want to do other things now. I want, I guess my ambitions have grown. Okay. Okay, like, let's go down that rabbit hole a little bit. Like, what do you mean by that? Before, I would say I wouldn't really interested in doing certain things. Like, I would be like, you know, I would, I'll go travel, but, like, I wouldn't think of, like, what kind of traveling. Uh, like, nowadays, I'm like, you know what? I'll do any po- – if there's a tra- possibility of me travel anywhere, I'll jump on it. It could be by for work. It could be by internship. It could be, like, just for me just getting on the car and just driving off somewhere. I'll do it. At this point, I don't want you mind taking train or public transport transport to get somewhere. Right. Just be anywhere. And, like, also, by, uh, I mean, my ambition is, like, remember two years ago, uh, me and Jacob went on a half marathon. If you asked me this, like, the year before, I would say, fuck no. <laughs> I would say, fuck you and get out of my house. <laughs> but instead, I did it. I, why did I? I have no idea. You're, right. you're a lot of pain after that. Eh? Oh, I was. <laughs> I wasn't able to walk properly for like two weeks. Right. That was a bad rest but you for like did two days. It, but you did. I did. It. I mean, you did okay. It. Actually, a serious question though. Like, I remember I was at school before I came back to just do that race that weekend. And when I left for school in September, I think I told you like, oh, you got to keep training. However, the results of what I saw during that run didn't suggest <laughs> that you were continuously training well what, what what did you do like the f- for three four weeks leading up to that race? i just did like five to ten k's mostly and maybe 115k then 21k i was like you know what no, i'm just gonna leave that for that day uh-huh and then you cramped and sat down <laughs> i have still i have no memory of me sitting down i'll be honest so you blacked out during that race too wow how did i black out i still so jacob and elvin have been arguing over the fact of whether or not elvin sat down like i would say like i think it's like a third of the race elvin i remember tying my shoe for a corral so i guess a corral if you if those who are not runners don't have any idea how a race goes it's not like a video where a gun goes off and everyone goes off at the same time. <laughs> it's um, it's like your elite runners who are very fast go in the very front because they don't want to be slowed down by people who are behind them. And then progressively it goes like heat one, heat two, heat three, heat four. Each one gets released for a period of time depending on what your expected finish is. So then there's like, you know, there's elite and there's A, B, C, and D. I signed up for C thinking that Elvin would be at a C time. Right. No, he you signs up... He signs up for a B, oh. so he's like in front of me in the heat. It's like it's like literally thirty seconds in front of me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna oh, fuck yeah. myself. I'm gonna catch up. <laughs> and then like I, I start running with the C crowd. I'm like, okay, I gotta catch up. So I'm fucking booking it, right? And this guy's looking at me like, yo, like you signed up for C. Why the fuck are you running to B? Like what's going on? And then well, meanwhile, Elvin's falling back and behind. And so so suddenly we're this period of time where me and him are between C and B. Right. And then. I just remember him in in the latter half of the race going like, oh, fuck, I'm cramping up, bro. I can't. <laughs> he sits down, and he swears that this never happened. But I remember holding his bare calf in my hands, cradled like baby Jesus on Christmas Day, and just, like, rubbing it back and forth. And you're like, you're okay, bro. You're okay. Wake up. You're good. You're okay. You're good. Wake up. Come to the light. Come to the Come light. Come to the light. Damn. You don't agree with this? I'm searching for this. You're searching for this? Searching for it. Why are you searching? What are you searching for? My uh, fitness track. I tracked it. I would remember if I had any stops on it. Oh, God. Ah. Wow. What year was it? 2019? Yes, it was. It was 2019. 2019. October yeah. 23rd, I would assume, as well. Probably a Sunday. 
Probably a Sunday. Probably a Sunday. Very nice. Probably a Sunday. But meanwhile, while while Evan's looking at that, yesterday we came to the conclusion that Amir is actually going to do the half marathon. I'm being this. bullied into running a half marathon. Yes, you are. But to be fair, to be fair, we did we did try this before, and well, it was it was going pretty well. You it was see, very here's successful. The here's the thing. I and think then I, I trained like a maniac, and uh, then I hurt myself. Yeah. Where it's time to rebound. Yeah. Like how did how did you hurt yourself again? Um, because I ran with you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how. Um. Yeah, so basically when you're running, um, the goal when you're training for like long distance, like marathon kind or half marathon kind of run, sorry, is to maintain a certain heart rate. So uh, me and Jacob used to run together because I just had no idea what I was doing. So I just kind of followed what he was doing. And um, of course, course, he was watching his heart rate and it was in the proper zone. I would check mine. It was still like, you know, for the most part in the right area sometimes. Um, but on like really hot days or, you know, whenever stuff wasn't right, it, it just obviously was very different, but I was still trying to keep up with Jacob, which was my number one and main mistake. So if anyone is ever going to train for a race, my advice to you is you're way better off training by yourself. Um, you know, motivation aside, uh, go by yourself because otherwise you will overwork yourself and then you will hurt yourself. And it will not be. A I don't great think day. that's a good. I don't. I don't think that's right. I you think, don't think that's right. I don't think that's right because we were at vastly different levels of fitness. Okay, that's true. not that's true. because true. if we were in the same level doing the same level of fitness. No, but I think that I would have hurt myself regardless. Like if I, if you, if we were both at zero and we both started at zero, there's. Then, I don't. I think that like, given that we didn't wouldn't know a lot, I wouldn't think we would have the balls to keep pushing the way we did. Fair enough. First, but I I didn't know what I I just followed you. So right. like, realistically, but, I had no idea. But the thing is, my on. body was fine. Yeah, you know, exactly. I could, so like, and then you I was not me, fine. <laughs> you were not fine. But the, I think that that was like the one number one thing. It was just like me thinking that you know, in one month, this guy like went from zero to hero. But the reality is, it's like his cardio is caught up. Yeah, yeah. But his the muscle, rest of the body bone was, density, ligaments. Yeah, it was just dying. There's there were every it, every run was like. Just slowly, slowly breaking down. Yeah. And then until it got to the point where we were going to attempt the uh, the half marathon. We, we were doing a summer half. We yeah. weren't going to do that at a PB, but we were going to do down 21. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, I checked yesterday. I was about 12, 12.3K-ish into it. And then at that point, I felt like a really sharp pain in my knee. And then at that point, I couldn't run anymore. I did try, but I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then I walked all the way back home in shame. Right. Which was which right. was really, really... Your mom's going, you're not running again. Yeah. Well, no, I told her this today, too, though. I'm like, because uh, she's like, where'd you go in the morning? And I'm like, oh, I went for a run. And she's like, and then I was like, yo, I went to the gym after. She's like, you went for a run? And I'm like, yeah, I'm getting bullied into doing a half marathon. She's like, oh, okay, good. And then I'm like, wait, what? Okay, good? Yeah. yeah, she's like, okay, that's good. I'm like, wait, um, okay, sure. Mm. I'm like, you remember what you said, like, you know, yeah. this time last year? But whatever. No, that's well, fine. I think it's gonna be a good experience if, I mean, yeah, I learned my lesson. You know, don't don't follow um, don't follow Jacob. I think number one thing is just like if you get injured, don't be a little pussy and get back up. Right, but you also need to take into account that you shouldn't. <laughs> no, he, that's not how it works. See, yesterday when we were sitting around the table, I was like, yeah, I don't really feel like it. Like to be fair, bro, I don't know if I still feel like once. it. Once you got hurt once, okay. and now you're throwing in the towel. All right, whatever point is i ran okay i ran i ran today you ran i trained and then i went to the gym yeah 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 
Elvin is still looking right, for No, no, I'm not here getting a can to watch right now. Are you kidding me? Dude. Did you find it? Did no, you? I can't find anything past in my Strava account. Only has stuff for me when I'm 2019. So you're telling me the time that June? you spent right now is just find your thing. You, in fact, didn't find anything in after we invited shopping. you. Shopping. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a watch right now. Look at this. This speaks to his character. Remember yeah. when we said, this person somehow is allowed to be in the military. Yeah, no, I have no idea how this works. Not a single clue. Not a single clue. I'm what I do. No, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> Guys, the faith of our country lies in people like this. I don't know how I feel about that. What did your parents say when you were like, oh, I'm going to go into the army? Mom was like, my mom didn't really wasn't had to, you guys can see my facial reaction. But my mom was more like, wasn't sure. My dad was like, what you, that's what great. Did what did she ask you? Are you sure? Is that dangerous? I'm like, I don't know. My dad was like, go for it. It'll be fun. I'm like, what? Say less. That was a lot easier to do. Because when I signed up, I was only like, well, yeah, I was under 18 when I officially enrolled. But so I need my parental approval to signature and all that. I was like, I was, at first I was nervous when they say yes. Right. They were like, you know, eh, go for it. I'm like, wow, this is easy. They and just keep signing. Did, and say like, if you didn't get that path, like what would you be doing now? Ooh. Honestly, I have no idea. I'm probably be looking for internships like through other companies, private companies. Uh-huh. Um, probably would have finished school. Probably I would have finished school. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably would have failed anyway. Failed my one of my first year's classes. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> You're probably there's, right. Never there's know. no knowing. <laughs> you really. never know. Yeah. Most likely wouldn't have failed. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't even know what I'm going to do next year or when I'm done graduating. I really don't know. Does right. anyone really know? I mean, actually, no. I the the, the I mean, ideal path is just get a job. But you know, I don't yeah. even know if I want to get a job right after. What if I just want to yeah. travel? We're talking day? about this. This guy really wants to travel on a van. Trailer. I want to get a travel van. Sorry, correction. Travel trailer. We had a whole lecture yesterday about freaking five wheel trailers. Hey, they're not. Trucks. They're not called five wheel trailer. They're called a fifth tra- fifth wheel trailer. Fifth wheel. I'm sorry. So and do they have five wheels? No, I'm pretty sure they have four. Why is I think the fifth wheel counts as like the hook part. That the hook sits into the, in the pickup truck bed. Right. But to be fair, I thought those trailers were just like horse trailers. I thought so too. I mean, Turns out. Fucking okay, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> just stop talking. Ass like a horse. <laughs> just that could have gotten much worse. Um, but yeah, you know, we got a whole lecture about trailers yesterday. Um, like, so that means like you don't want to do RV for long term. I'll do it. I want to do as much as I can. I want to keep doing and enjoy what I do. Get some cool experiences. Right. Are you Are you content with where you're what you're doing right now? I'm just lost in life. I'll be honest. Just, lost, just in life. lost in life. So like, what's your like five ten year plan? Like, what, 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 have you thought about that? Yes, be rich. In the and, and, well, no. The end goal is just to be rich. But I have no idea. I literally have no idea. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not sure if I'm gonna be there like ten years from now. Right. Five years from now, I would say pro- most likely. I would say yes. Okay, so I know another benefit of the army is like pension. Yeah, that's exactly and what I was gonna say. But pension? when when can you quote unquote retire? I mean, I could realistically leave whenever I want. Okay. They would. Even if I leave right, right now, my pension would be the best, or right, I just get paid enough. up for my pension. Fair enough. Uh, if I stay for another five years, if I do it full time, it'd be better. And right. if I stay for ten years, it'd be a lot better. Right. Okay. Okay. But well, I don't know. I'll just gotta f- see how I feel in a couple yeah. years. To be fair, I mean, realistically, once you finish school, you already have a little job lined up. Like you're already I'm gar- working. Yeah. Like it's yeah, you're you're pretty set. I mean, realistically, it may not be exactly what you want to do, but at the end of the day, you are getting paid, and it is a job. Like I like what I'm doing right now, yeah. so it's pretty good. So and you far. get to travel. That's true. You get to travel. I mean, maybe not in the best conditions, but, you know. I get to swim through lakes. 
You get Shoot that's very throat. specific. You get to swim through lakes. I mean lakes. that's where I want to make yeah. That's up there with traveling, swimming through lakes. I mean you with swam a lake. <laughs> a lake. Oh god. I mean we it had our rocks, we fill it up with the air, we just tossed it, we just swam with it across. That's cool. What other things? <laughs> uh, yeah, what other physical things? Yeah, that like, that well, okay, I guess like repelled let's... off towers. Oh, that's cool. Uh, let's see. Threw a bunch of smoke grenades, actual grenades, T flashes. Like now, have with, you fired with... a gun? Oh yeah, we. I got to do that at least once a year. At least once a year, but like realistically, how much do you train on a daily, like a sim, like a weekly basis? On like, I would say that's more of a seasonal. I do it much more, much more focusedly in the fall and summer. Are you then sometimes in spring? Yeah, actually, shoot? at least, yeah, at least for night. Hmm. And what? What? What do you shoot? Like I shoot a C seven. Um, what are you shooting it at? At a target. Um, okay. Target, but <laughs> yeah, at, like yeah, I'm at from two, usually at hundred meters like, as a renewal of my license. Then a hundred, two hundred meters. I want my goal is to do. I did shoot actually last year. I shot approximately about five hundred meters away. Wow. When, did you hit it? With what? Uh, C seven. I was tra- working with the Spanish snipers at the time. So oh. we were trading with them. So we shoot bells or balloons, so which is cool. So you shot like a rifle? Yeah. Oh, nice. So we'd be, we'd be at a certain distance. I was the Spanish sni- the one Spanish guy. The sniper, he was ch- teaching me how to do it. He's like, he's literally teaching everything you know we're supposed to learn in, in basic training, the basic skills. Except we never had the opportunity to learn the basic skills. Like the foundation of shooting, if you don't know the foundation, then you won't get good at it. So you just put the foundation to me. I was like, shit, I was actually decent. Weren't you supposed to learn this in basic training? Yeah, we did, but we don't, I, at least from there, we don't shoot as much. They just t- teach us it and expect mm-hmm. us to be good right after. But when mm-hmm. I was there with the Spanish snipers, like, like, we were training me for every day, eight hours a day for about two weeks straight. And mm-hmm. I was actually able to hit, hit a bell from pretty far, uh, shoot balloon. We were shooting balloons, which is kind of cool. Because when you shoot from far distance, you don't I mean, know if you hit the target. Aim, uh, live ammunition. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Nice. Damn, I never so, thought I'd trust Elvin with a gun. Yeah. I still don't, but. I mean,. <laughs> Like, so I guess, like, you, like, assault rifles as well, like, M4s and stuff like that? I uh, know, we only, with the, at least for me, I only dealt with the C7. And only, only rifle. Is that, like, yeah. a different license, then, for the other gun? Or No, it's just, I mean, you, you I guess so, yeah. I just haven't touched it. Semi-automatic, I'm pretty sure. Sorry. I don't know, man. I'm not, hmm. I'm not. You, go, so, the, you can put an automatic, but I don't put an automatic. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So I guess, like, through all your, like, training and stuff like that, like, between like an average citizen who say like may like doesn't necessarily know like hand-to-hand combat things like like the ruggedness of the training that you do like what differentiates somebody who's on a reserve team versus somebody who's like a civilian like would you learn like how to subdue people do you learn like how, how what if you get into an encounter outside? I hope not. I, do you, like, do you, is it? Are you? Do you feel like the military has trained you to be? I guess like more prepared for unexpected, unexpected situations. Yeah, that oh. and is there a protocol for when you get into combat, like outside of work? <laughs> I mean, as just they tell us not to get arrested. As okay. long as we don't get charged or we don't do anything stupid, we're fine to do anything we like. And if I were to be outside in a situation like that outside of work, I mean, what we've always been told is avoid the situation best as possible. If it's not avoidable, then we know what to do. You know what to do. Can you share what you so know? So what does that mean? Can you share that? Is that legal? I mean, like, pretty is straightforward. It? You just don't want to, like, hurt them. You just want to, like, limit them. What does that mean? Like, Not kill them. Restrict no, no, them. No, no, like, just restrict them. Limit them. 
Like, give me an example. Like, tire them out. At least just let them, t- let them be tired. Maybe there's somebody going at you with fists. You, you just gonna run circles around them? How are you gonna run circles? No, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, more like, like just block, let them be, then eventually they should give it? up. Just no, 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 no. We never so like we, we let them t- have the first shot. Because we, if we ever do the first shot, that means we are the one initiating that. Right, combat. I understand. After that, that well, what I'm asking you is, do they have they taught you, like close uh, co- uh, close combat training? Yeah, like for I have, yeah. how to like put someone on the ground and just be like, okay, like relax, calm down. Yeah. Versus being hyper lethal, right? Like just basically having your ability to know what to do because the average person in a fist fight has no idea at a street fight. Everyone is throwing fists, and it's the most dangerous thing ever because the moment your head hits concrete, you're done. But like, what like what kind of combat training have you learned that allows you to be? Are you better trained to deal with those, those situations? Honestly, never been to a I've never been in a close combat situation. The only time I've ever been like that was like physically was during training when I used to do uh, when I was in Europe. I joined the boxing club there, an army boxing club. Did that for a bit, an army jujitsu club. Did both of that for a bit. And that was the most of like injuries I ever got from that or anything restriction wise was a couple of bruises and that was about it. I never had the opportunity to do it on someone. And at least when we spar with someone, I mean, I usually lost most half the time. Right. So there was but, like, no, but there was no like training in regards to getting into fights. Or I mean, like, they were li- they were just help us to show us the basics to if someone was coming at you with a knife or someone's going to come and throw you a swing. Right. How not to get stabbed. How not to. You just make sure their weapons away. Then after that, you aim for the weakness, weak side. When you push them to the side, as long as you have their, they will keep their one side completely open. You just hit them there, and it's call it a day. And they should so you eventually. Should you should hit them. <laughs> I'm not saying we should hit them. I'm you just saying you want to limit them. Right. Okay. You just want to take it easy. Right. You're just trying to. You're trying to calm down situations at all times. So you did a little bit of jujitsu. A little bit, yeah. I only did it for like a couple in months. Lavia. Yeah. How was that? It was interesting. Like a lot of people I was working uh, training with, at least they had years of experience. I had mm-hmm. like no experience when I showed up. And it's very, because I used to wrestle in high school. And in high school, wrestling is the opposite of like jujitsu. They in wrestling you want to be on your stomach, but in jujitsu you want to be on your back. And problem is, at least for me, at least that was taught to me. If you're on your back, you lose the wrestling match. But in jujitsu, if you're on your back, that's when you're the, you're the most powerful. Because you see what's going on. Exactly, but like at least in the point of wrestling, the point of the competition was to pin their shoulders, shoulder blades onto the ground, and for three seconds, and that's it. Right, or get a tap out. Mm-hmm. My case, I was like, I was able to do stuff, some stuff I learned from wrestling, but everything I learned, I put them into their position onto their back. But luckily, like, so they all say like, oh, they love being put a, they love being on their back in jujitsu. But I found a way just to do. I wasn't like, it was helpful here and there for certain times, but for the people I was against, I was exper- much more experienced. I mean, like, they are very able to slip out of it, be way better, like, put me into a pin. You against somebody like a, somebody who's not trained in jujitsu versus somebody who is, like that's a whole that's world a big, of art. Yeah. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like with the year of people who I was working with, a, a tra- very tra- many years of experience. Like one guy I was working with, he was had at least five or six years of experience. They, he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a black belt or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, I think like typically I, I was hearing it was like ten years is what it takes for jiu-jitsu black belt uh 10 years of consistently putting in training now that said like did they teach you any like locks and holds like like arm bar chimeras triangle chokes like did they teach you any of those? head and arm lock I, that's the only thing i actually remember the name of it i don't have much i, I mean like obviously there's like the rear naked choke but like you know everybody mm-hmm. knows about that but like 
do they do any specialty ones like on the uh, nothing like extraordinary just basic ones you like basic locks you put in um yeah the only thing i actually remember to do right now is like i had an arm lock right to be fair this was just like a club though right this was yeah. actually like real there's no it wasn't right. full on that this is just like yeah, to kill yeah. the time there Right. Um, we had some free time. We would just do it. That's cool. Right. And they paid for it, or did you have to? Out of it was all paid because there's actually most everything is run by volunteers. Oh, that's even nice. the coaches. Right. The coaches were volunteers for even the boxing clubs. Uh, coaches were volunteers. The only things I would actually to pay for there was just for food. You had to pay for food if I want to get special food like off, off base. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And like food, like so. This is so. I, okay, like this is Latvia. Yeah, this is Latvia. This is in Latvia when is you were gone. This is in Latvia at a Ford native base. Yes. How was the food on base? Terrible. Really? Absolutely mean? terrible. What does that mean? Half the time is uncooked meat. Oh. Uncooked, like uncooked, like chicken. Like you could when you you could see the chicken bleed when you open it. Oh, nice. It was maybe it was a ton thing. of potatoes. You got you got a you got a microwave. I just triggered people. Sorry. Yeah, there was one microwave on the floor or two microwaves on the floor. Yeah. Oh, let's see. The, there's a shit ton of potatoes. And if you love mushrooms, you can enjoy mushrooms there. But I do not <laughs> enjoy mushrooms. Right. Really? Not a mushroom fan? I'm not a mushroom guy. Except if it's on a pizza, I don't mind it. Okay, what else? What else was there? So you Tur- had like, mushrooms, potatoes. Turtle meat eats. Oh. Raw last, chicken. They had, last time they had, like, they said they had sauce in this meal. No. All they did was pour ketchup. Oh, Ooh. really? It was depressing. So basically, like, raw meat... Potatoes and, <laughs> and, and mushrooms and mushrooms. Mushrooms. Damn. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds like a. But I gotta give them props. They had good pastries. Pastries. Pastries are actually is that, really is that good. Like the Latvian like focus. Is yeah. That, is that their I mean, they're really good. Their pastries are pretty good. I gotta give them props for that. No, but the food is only bad on the base. If you try food like outside of base, it right. was a lot better. Like what did you? Huh. What did you have? Like, off base, like base. I even got tacos, pizza, uh, burgers. Well, like what do you get in Latvia? Like what's, yeah, what's, what's the specialty? Dish? Yeah. What's Honestly, the... I don't really, I don't really remember much. Except they tried. I tried. Like, I mean, the specialty food they had was potato, uh, something with uh, potatoes and uh, mushrooms. Okay, well, did, your two favorite things. So obviously. you literally didn't remember any dish whatsoever. I mean, they had nothing really popular. Most of the restaurants fair, there. He was in a different, stuck in a different country for four months without the boys. So you know. He, to be fair, he was stuck in a different country for four months. I wasn't allowed to leave base for the longest time. <laughs> okay. I was only allowed to leave base for like not to like you the last two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sounds good. Oh. oh man. Okay. So like. But like, what was the like? What was the culture you go to? Like festivals? Like, what did you do off? Oh, we weren't allowed. To, well, at, well, we didn't go to at least because when I was I only had free time, I would like to leave base for like only for two weeks, and those two weeks, yeah, we went to a lot of bars, restaurants, sightseed a bit, went to church. Believe it or not, wow, how was that? Any different? Yeah, the, we just went to church to so go up the tower. Because oh. you can see all. So of you it. didn't go to church. So you didn't you just, go to church. You I didn't attend. Tourist. I was a tourist. Yes. Okay. I took pictures of the. Yeah, I was taking pictures there. Mm, Don't yes. tell my mom that. My mom would be very disappointed. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Mm, yeah. You were gonna tell your mom, "Mom, I went to church." No. Yeah. No, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to climb the tower. I wanted to climb the tower. Believe it or not, you had to pay for that. <laughs> to go to church. Just go to the tower. Oh well, yeah. Oh, that's not I mean, that's part of the church. I mean, the entrance of the church, you had to pay for it. I'm like, so maybe they know it's a tourist attraction. Oh, they do. They know it's a fact. Okay, well then you but didn't you really never go to church. To, but no, I went to church. It was a church. I'm saying that you went to church. Yeah. I went sightseeing in a church. Yeah, we will. Well, I went to it. church. No, you don't. I like no going to a church. Just saying, I went to church. Okay, whatever, whatever. Okay, continue. Sure, whatever. Continue. What else was there? That is. What else did you do there? Just honestly looking at the architect. The architect was actually pretty. You cool. did that every single day. You are outside. I mean, I only went, went like went to like the capital like only two three times. Make any friends? 
if I'm, I did, but I forgot their names. But who I was there. But you met people. Like yeah, locals, they, one person yeah. even offered us a helicopter ride to these places. I'm Damn. like, what? I'm like, because they found out we're Canadians and they love Canadians. That's I'm, not very specific or anything. We love Canadians, period. I mean, I mean no, like, like they all love actually, That's actually pretty accurate, I would say. In some areas, they're just like... They're just like, yeah. It's like, it's like Cubans that love Canadians. So Americans will have Canadians sing. Like, back when, like... I think, like, when America opened up to go to Cuba for the first time since the Cold War after, like, Obama administration, like, I'm pretty sure Americans would have, like, Canadian stickers on their travel suitcases. Just so Just that... so they have better treatment than... Damn. Calling themselves... Okay, fair enough. Americans. Is that the reason? But that seems like because they were a little cheesed. But is that the reason in Latvia, or...? No, we just, like, they knew we're doing, we're leading a, we're working with the Latvian uh, okay. military. We working with their, right? And they knew, like, good things about us. Like, we never did anything to direct them or anything. We've only been, like, very supportive. Yeah. We try our best to be, like, good. Right, right, right. And it was, like, a military town, too, right? Like, no, everyone... no, that was Riga's the capital of Latvia. Oh, okay. But, like, where I was, it's uh, Camp Ad- uh, Adagi. Wasn't too far. Right. That wasn't too far. Uh, yeah, Cambodia was uh, about like an hour or an hour away from Riga itself. So once they found out we were from Cambodia, they, they knew so where we were. What was the capital of Latvia? Riga. Riga. Yes. R I G A. Right. Okay. And so, like, your camp, your base was not in the center, but it was right next to. Yeah, what is yeah, it like next to? More on the, like, an hour out. An hour out. Okay. Like, is it more like in the middle of nowhere? Like, I... more by a small town. It's just the town was called Adige or Dazi. It wasn't too far. It was just about like the town nearby was only ten minutes away. It was a nice like, it was a nice little town where I would somewhere I would retire. Right. Damn. Right. That's a big statement. Somewhere I would retire. I mean, most everyone there actually surprisingly knew how to speak English, so I'm like, yeah. perfect. Even all the signs were in most. Well, half the signs were in English. Uh huh. Interesting. Very interesting. You didn't go to any other countries. No, we weren't allowed. You to. Probably weren't allowed. Yeah. We weren't allowed to go anywhere like. Well, technically, on our off time, we weren't allowed to go within the five kilometers of the border. Oh. Oh. Huh. Oh, wow. And well, also, we had, to be, we had a curfew, too. So we had to be back on base or in our in our building by 11 o'clock. Right. And, like, what's the living situation? Like, did you get your own rooms? Oh, no. We didn't have rooms. We were... I was sharing... Everyone had to share rooms. So we had bunk beds, too. Yeah. So we had, like, probably about six people per room. Damn. And people in bunk beds. Like, what did you do if someone's, like, a fucking grizzly bear snoring <laughs> headphones on and just knock out okay really? so you just deal with it i mean i'm not gonna i was on top bunk so i'm not crawling down to yell at someone to shut up he's on the top there you Elvin's go. a top boy yeah. being on top bunk was terrible terrible i had a fear of falling every night <laughs> oh, so there's, just, no, there's no like railing on there's the no side. rails on the side on either side no, on either side was done. this just like a bunk in the middle of the room like or on a, next to a wall i had luckily i put i put mine against the wall ah uh, so you could move them yeah, they're movable. Uh, okay. I was on the one in the corner one. Home, that means it's light core. enough to be moved. Yeah. <laughs> that means okay, but there were six of them, Jake. I think that's okay. But a bunk bed is two people. Right. Wait, how many people were on your bunk bed? Two people. One, for one at the bottom, one, one on the top. On the top. I was, I was like, like thinking like two, three, two, two triple deckers on like, triple each deckers. side of the wall. Tri- you know? It's like... It's like a hostel almost. Yeah, so you basically, walk in, and there's like a, almost like a hostel. Yeah, there's like um, like two set like two washrooms, one for the guys, one for the girls, um, and like one come come you know kitchen if you want to like make stuff out of the blue or have a microwave and toster things How like often that. Often right. use that. I actually went there almost every day because just like it's the best spot for reception. Mm-hmm. My reception, in my room was terrible. Yeah, I would go there, make phone calls, or just so, go and watch. So limited Netflix. Wi-Fi basically. 
There was no Wi-Fi. Just cell phone plans. There was plans. no Wi-Fi. It was just cell phone plans, and the cell phone plans there, way cheaper than Canada. That's how it usually is. Canada just has really high cell phone Yeah, it's just well, terrible. Yeah, it's true, but it surprises me that a base, like a forward operating base, doesn't have Wi-Fi. That's true. Oh, uh, they, they didn't bother giving me Wi-Fi because everyone had SIM cards. Everyone had unlimited text call and data. Okay, right. is this like a security? Well, obviously, like, okay, well, sure, you did, but there was no guarantee that you were going to bring it. No, everyone had it. Like, it was part when you go in there, they'll give you the SIM card for... Oh, they gave it they to give you. They give you a SIM okay. card. I just got to pay for the monthly thing myself. And did you? Yeah, I paid it. It's just like 10 euros a month, which I is like going to 15... <laughs> what do you mean? It's equivalent to like $15 a month. You just said it was like super slow, though. Oh, the reception was terrible. Yeah, I had I to call someone off base, but like, listen, can you drop me off a different home card? And just toss me a new SIM card. Oh, uh, I see. Nice. I see. It's not that you didn't have the access, it's that you did have access. No, I wasn't. Really I mean, I didn't... Stuff. Well, necessarily, I didn't have it. I just had to call my friend who worked off base. He works in uh, the capital of Riga. So he dropped, when he came down, he dropped off that SIM card. Because he's the only, uh, only a few people have to go in and out of the base. Mm. So he was my outside guy to get me stuff. So he, if, uh, he brought me SIM cards. He brought me snacks from you, the outside. You sound like you're talking about some guy that's like, you're in a prison. You're like, my guy. I'm really, outside. I'm imagining like orange and black smuggling and shit right now. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of when you no, say bro, some I, guy. I need a, I need a, a two feet cord rope, nylon rope. Yeah, let me get that <laughs> exotic and, flavor of freaking the, the, and a, the ramen. And a, and a Playboy mag. That's why I need it. <laughs> I mean, you guys are wrong. Okay. Fair. But we just asked him for stuff we can't get on. Like there's, there was a store on base itself. It was, dep- it was a small store. All right. Right. Well, commissary? Yeah, yeah, just a little... How, what would it, what was the store filled? Like, what do you buy? There's like... A convenience store? Yeah, basically, actually, like, uh, shaving cream, a shit ton of monsters, smokes, um, other energy drinks, uh, Gatorades, candy, ramen, even some, then there were some boots, shoes, shirts, tools. Yeah. Like, everything, like, basic stuff. Like, a little bit of everything. Right. What about the prices? It wasn't, it wasn't, like... I wouldn't say necessarily reasonable, just a tad bit more expensive than most places. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad. Okay. Yeah. I, mean. I remember when you called me, you said there was um there was a certain dickhead you were not friends <laughs> with while you were there. Oh yeah. Yeah, how what what, what was the situation there? Like what was the story? He was just straight up dickhead. Just an asshole to everyone. Like just uh like he's just getting on your nerves, nerves like, or your like, level or like your rank? Like what's, what's No no me like? and a few others. He was just, I think, was mostly jealous of me because I had less experience and less time in than him. I'm also getting the same pay as him. He was not, probably, and he didn't like, maybe, like, he didn't like that part. Also, he was just bragging about how me he was to people in high school and univer- in high school and stuff. Like, I was like... He, how old is this guy? He's, like, four years or three years older than me. Oh. So he's, like, so I'm sorry, like, 24, dude. 25. So if you're some dude that's four years older than Elvin and you were also on deployment at the same time in Latvia... <laughs> You're we just want you to know, Elvin still thinks you're a dickhead. I mean, he's bra- he was, he was, so, he was bragging about a story that he made. He, he told this poor kid. Yeah. He's gonna buy him food. Mm-hmm. Buys him food, takes his. Uh, he bought him subway, so takes the subway, chucks him to the middle of the road, and be like, "Eat that!" To, to the poor kid. To mm-hmm. the, I was like, I was just, I'm just sitting there like. How is this story anything? So fun? like very unnecessarily that's, uh, cruel. Yeah. Yeah, unnecessarily rude that's to people. Not great. Hmm. And so, like, what was the whole... Nothing. I just don't want to associate with someone that's just rude. Like, that's No, weird. but, like, how did you... Like, you called me and you were like, yeah, like, this... We dealt with this guy. Like, what is it... What is it? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, I just told him, listen, if you come at me once more... Come at you, like, what do you do? 
Like, you're, just saying, you're just you're just oh, verbal. This is the boxing club, bro. Like this is what I mean. Like explain I don't know. What's go- what happened? It was more. Like a, it was just mostly verbal. He's just getting on my nerves. I was like, listen, man. If you come at me one more, I will file a formal complaint. That's all I said. I mean, my boss is right beside me. He's like, listen. I'll close my ha- I'll close my eyes. I'll walk out of the room. You guys can do whatever you want, or you can file a formal claim. But I don't care less. Whatever you guys do, I'm out. I'm leaving this room. He don't want to like be witness for anything. I'm like, you know what? It's fair. Then he looked at me. He's like, chill, bro. I'm like just doing these jokes. I'm like, sure. Headphones on. Back to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Then after that, he's just let me be. He wa- he bought me a beer after. Like, thanks. I'm. Not sure what else said, and that's it. He didn't really apologize for anything like that. No, I was like, you know what? I let him be. He enjoys his life. I'm going to keep doing me. Did, did, was, like, was that more of like a, you know, I was, you're deployed, there's nothing to do, and therefore you the worst comes wanted, out? Yeah, or is like, that more like just, he was the odd duckling out of the whole group? Oh, he's the odd one. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, out of that many people stuck in, you know, base for that long, there are going to be people who react differently, right? Yeah, I'm I mean, sure this guy. I met like gone. weird people, odd people, not really great people, nice people, hardworking, lazy people. That I just there's always just a mean one there. Right. That's just mean to everyone. I was like, that's just rude. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, low key, I really did want to throw hands. My I had making fists like this twenty four seven. My. Right. I was doing that, but I really wanted to. But so I so there just, was no there was no physical confrontation. I I really wanted to. So, so but, but you didn't fight anybody. You never did. I no, I, if I did, it would have been him. Otherwise, no, I wouldn't. Okay. No. Okay. All right, so relatively a very straightforward, peaceful deployment. Yeah, very peaceful, I would say. That's good. Right. That's good. I guess, like, do you... But I did, turns out, I did have permission uh, from from him. If you want to throw hands, he was down to throw hands. I'm like... I think that's just, like... I don't think, no. Like, I he think is mostly... Not... thing is, like, he is mostly a fear of his career going downhill compared uh-huh. to him having a... Black eye. Right. I mean, like, but but still, like, it, it doesn't benefit anyone for being it really doesn't. and throwing right. a punch because you don't know what happens. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Like, do you, do you, I would have I been the one getting charged anyway if I was the one to throw right. first fist. Exactly. So, I mean, like, now if you think about what your, your tour's expectations and, like, you're going into it, like, would you be open to doing another one of those? I would. I would so, go again. Different location, though. Honestly, it doesn't matter where, I'll just do it again. I'll be happy to do it again. I think the yeah. majority of the tour comes down to the people that you are end up getting stuck with. Or right? what do you do? Or, or what do you do? Well, Would you yeah. be rather... Like, well, okay, let's talk about this. Like, what, next deployment, like, say you had, you know, if, if your commanding officer comes to come talk to you and says, hey, we're sending you somewhere, like, top four spots, go. Like, what's your, what's your top four Ooh. locations you want to go to? You're putting me on the spot. I have no idea. Right now, like... What's your at least top one right yeah, now? Where like, do you want to well, go? Yeah, you must have thought about like a couple of them. They had some. Last I heard, they had openings available in Germany. Okay, let's not talk realistically. Let's talk like yeah. What like, if theoretically? Oh, like, oh, if you want to talk about real, yeah, I would go to back to Latvia, but I wouldn't be on the one on camp. I would be the one going in, in the capital, working in the capital, like embassy, basically. Yeah, based, no, the the headquarters of NATO. Oh, okay. Nice. NATO headquarters. Isn't NATO headquarters and. Well, the Latvian NATO headquarters. There's a headquarters in every country. That's part of NATO. I'm like, isn't NATO headquarters in Belgium? Honestly, I don't even know. Somebody Google Belgium? that. Somebody Google that. Somebody Google. It was one that's leaded by Canadians. Elvin, Elvin Google that. Elvin, Google is, it. is NATO headquartered in Belgium? I'm pretty sure. It's either it's NATO headquarters, UN or NATO in Belgium. Is it in Belgium? 
I'm not sure. But could be in Belgium. Maybe. Oh, it is in Brussels. 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 Brussels in Belgium. Look at that. Freaking Jesus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. So it would be like, an, like another headquarters. Yeah, like yeah, that. I'm sure they have places. They need to have yeah. one that like, or like they can just have the buildings one. or something, you know what uh, I mean? Offices. If I was working there, oh, the lifestyle there is way better. Right. One, you could eat food from the hotel or restaurants every day. Right. You'd be also be inside of a city. Right. Yeah, inside of a city, that would be another. And I would have my own personal hotel room. Right. Oh, uh, yeah, you get to live alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the best part where I live in Riga, there's electric scooters everywhere. That if you want to rent them. I mean, actual electric scooters, right? You just stand on them. You all you gotta do is take your phone, I mean, scan the court. We see people on the street with electric scooters. Oh yeah, you'll see that. Yeah. But there, you'll see hundreds oh, of them. So they don't like really... there's just part. They're all parked up. Yeah, yeah. You can leave them anywhere on the, in the city as oh. long like the app allows you. So basically, they upgrade from bicycles back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even like you know, you can. You, we we've done that before. Just grab the bike with yeah. the app and gone for a ride. It's like that, except with the um, right. scooters, and you so can leave them anywhere. You do they, do they use uh, do they use cars a lot there, or is it mostly scooters? Well, they use a lot of. There was a lot of cars there, but like if you're just sightseeing, I would just take the scooter and. What about like in the city though? Like where you want to go? Like is that? Like, I mean, yeah, you can use car. I mean, how would you get to work? Yeah, scooter. I would just walk it because it's not too far. I mean, like, I would take the scooter, too. Well, like, for too. most people, in a city. Yeah, like, like, most people, like, honestly, they would take public transit, or they would just walk or scooter it. How is public transit there? Honestly, you don't know. I haven't I mean, taken public transit. in the city. I was, yeah. We weren't allowed to use public transit there. Do you know if they have, like... It's probably yeah. a pretty... Like, how, many, how many people live in Latvia? Not that many. It's a small country. Small mm. country? Like, would they have, like, a functioning rail? Like, full-on subway? Subway system? Subway system? Subway system? I wonder. I wonder. Well, probably. I mean, like... I feel like it's stupid to assume. Oh, yeah. Fair. There's under 2 million people living under in... Under 2 million? Under okay, 20. well, I mean... Toronto has what? 3? 2? Two, 2 to 3? I, I don't know. I think it's 2 a to 3. A lot of people. Just in Toronto, though. Can Just you imagine Toronto. that? That's yeah. insane. But I gotta say, Lab is also the ba- best place to go for a bachelor party. Right. Why? Right. Would you want to elaborate that? Why? The, why? Would you like to elaborate One, on the internet? One, there's a shortage of men. A shortage oh, of men, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This is the commandments of Elvin. Please continue. Yeah. Continue. Two, they come to you. They come to you. You're yeah. actually that's not how you're supposed to let it be. You're not supposed to approach them. They let they come put come to you. Right. This is from your experience. Yes. I mean, when I came up to them, it didn't work. One time they came to me, <laughs> that was better. So they come. How many of these people? Like, we were there for what four months? Yeah, but I was only in the city for like what? a couple of days. Two, tops. Let's say three days, right? Like how many how many people realistic will come up to talk to oh, you? Oh, I only had one come up to me. And you're I I, average, I approached two of them. Your batting average is one in three days. And they come up to you. Yes, I but I approached two of them. That did not okay. work out. They instead they gave me not my number. Go. No, but they like, gave no, me their, their no, friend's well, number. No, what I'm saying is your batting average right now is like you're telling me like are you standing at a cafe line and they come talk to you or are you talking about I'm at a bar and they come to talk to me at a bar, at a bar. Okay, okay, that's different. It, it, I mean, I feel like at a bar it should be more. Right. I mean, yeah, I was, you expect me to spend my entire three days at a bar? Like I was only at a bar like one night, not even. So technically, you're one for one. I mean, yeah, we're trying to hype you up here, sir. Fair enough. Elvin's single. I guess I'm trying to understand is what do you mean when they come up to talk to you? Oh, they're the one who had to approach your conversation. They, usually, like, that's what the case I was approaching. When I approach them, I, like, I try to be one, like, try to act like a guy in night uh, in shredding armor because this one guy was asking me, oh, can you buy me cigarettes? Can you buy me cigarettes? I'm like, no, no, I don't buy secret cigarettes for you. Then I, like, I come back, I see the same guy, like, in a different part of the city, uh, asking this other girl to buy, like, can you buy me cigarettes? Can you buy me cigarettes? I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, 
does this guy look pretty familiar? I'm like, oh, same guy who was trying to ask me to buy me cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking. I was just like, oh, honey, we got to get going. Tapped on her shoulder. We got to get going. We're, we're going to be late. And she was like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Then she just came over there. I was like, I was like, then, but you know what happened though? She didn't give me her number. She gave me her friend's number. I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> but Elvin, <laughs> Elvin, but Elvin saved somebody. So he got the story. He got the story. That's all that matters. That was I mean, biggest, I was like, I told her, that, like, that was like the biggest loop of a cliffhanger. You're like, you know what? I saved this girl, and this girl's like, you my can friend have loves my... you so much. What? <laughs> Oh. And so, like, wait, that was your experience with her coming to talk to you? No, no. Oh. So I, who I was saw the girl that came to talk to you? I was literally just at a bar with some friends. We were at this, actually, uh, this gun bar, actually, where it's just a whole bunch of, like, wep- decommissioned weapons from World War II oh. and World War One. That's cool. And we, we were all we were drinking like beers. So we were play it. Like, the core around, around the walls? Like, what? what yeah, it was, like, able to take it off. You'll, oh, they'll give it to you and play with it. Oh, that's, Yo, that's cool. pretty sick. That's pretty yeah. Cool. yeah. So we were just playing with it, and it's like, they once just saw, like, I was pretty decent with it. And, like, oh, you shoot often, like, not really, just once a, once a month type of thing. And then oh, she's yeah. like, oh, I, at first I wasn't paying attention because I was, uh, we we're drinking. So I was just like half sloshed mm-hmm. a bit. Actually, I wasn't supposed to do that. Um, I wasn't half sloshed. But we were drinking. And she comes and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fun. Then by, I was as soon as like, she went, I'm like, oh, can I get your number or hang out with you? I'm like, sure. Then I don't this, remember. This, this lady was like described, like what age, like is she? Blue eyes, blonde okay. hair. Age. Um. Uh, I would say like probably like uh, early twenties or maybe nineteen. So, uh, so like very, right. yeah, yeah, like very young. Most girls there they get married pretty young too. Okay, you sure this wasn't just a bartender trying to get you to buy more drinks? I mean, I didn't pay for any <laughs> drinks that night. Why are you making? Let him have the story, man. I mean, like realistically, it was in a different country. Like, think, like think about this: you're at a bar, you're looking at the decor, you pull the decor off the wall. This girl comes and talks to you and says, "Wow, do you shoot a lot?" And then like. And then you start talking, and the next thing you know, you're like, hey, let me buy you a drink. And then she's like, oh, yeah, perfectly fine. And then, like, like I, I didn't pay for any drinks that night, so I was happy. My friends were paying for my drinks that night. Let him, let him have his story. Okay. okay. I mean, she, if story. she did, she and approached so, the wrong like, guy. You gave her your number, and then. No, I, I left the country the next day. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you just said, I'm leaving. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. You I just mean, said you're leaving. I mean, yeah, we, were, we had to. We were At that point, leaving. what time was it? I would say that was probably like. Early evening, probably like seven, maybe At eight. Seven? Didn't say your curfew was eleven. Yeah, you couldn't hang out with her that night. We started well, driving an hour are you back. Him, bro? I still got to get like... back to the car. I have no idea where the car is. Okay, well, hey, okay. who is driving? Not me. You could have at least got her contact next time you go back. No, by then she'll be married. Wow, oh, yeah, that's true. Wow, that's fair, enough. fair enough. Fair enough. The man has no. You don't think she'll be waiting for you? What if she was the one? What about now, Elvin? She could have been the she one. She could have been the one. Damn. Maybe she could have been You're welcome. You won't be able to sleep. Only problem is, guys, I don't know her name. Oh. Well, you know. A little buzzed. I don't think I even asked for her name. This is one of those situations where you're not just like, oh, she's interested. Versus you being ju- uh, like just like drunk and just going like leaning in. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Pretty positive because uh, we were not allowed to show back on base completely sloshed like that. Okay, so you're. Oh, right, we. Right, I right. need to make sure we you're were. Pretty cognitive at that moment. I was decent. Enough. Okay, so this is this is. I was bullet, tipsy, but this is bullet point number two. Like oh. number one was what was again? It was a good bachelor party place. Right. Yes. So number, number two. Number two was women come talk to you. What was number one. Oh, they're gorgeous. Oh. What, 
So they're just so, good looking. Humans. I'm sure the podcast we can go back and look at what your number one was. I mean, what was my number? I you said this one. is your four, like four things. I am. Did you I say said, four things? You said, there, there's a, well, I, I don't think I said four things. Memory loss, folks. Okay, never mind. You have you said there's a couple things that makes Lavia a very good bachelor place. You said women were one of them because they come to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And what, and two, they're gorgeous. They're like if you look at like anywhere, search up the gorgeous gorgeous women on where they're from. I would never search that. <laughs> I mean, just search it. You'll Google. see it. Or search where up. Oh, look at that search. Enough, you know what? I'm not Benefits of that. I'm pretty sure that is that's the like, weirdest thing. That's like I don't want the FBI to show up in my house. I'm pretty sure that's Swedish. Uh, from my European friends, I have a friend by the name of Arthur. You guys both met. We love Arthur. They're like, he's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, he's a pretty sexy guy. I'm going <laughs> to, okay, I'm going to disregard that comment for a second here. What do you I mean, mean, he that's is, exactly he what is. You were if he's I agree. Like, he... Arthur. What I was going to say, so Arthur was very excited to meet them Swedish women's. I or... see. He's in Switzerland. He was in Switzerland. Interesting. But, I mean, he was very excited about the Swedish women. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't, I don't not find Elvin's statement true. He just whipped it out on Google. Okay, so Elvin's showing me a article um, by La Pench. Fifteen things one should know about Latvia. Um. Okay, so as well as the new... Okay, Latvian women are super tall and also super pretty. I don't remember them being tall, I but per, yes. I personally pretty. am only 1.68 meters, and I still feel quite tall for Parisian standards. Guess what? Back in home, I'm one of the among one of the shortest among my friends. Latvian women are considered to be the tallest in the world. The average woman being 1.7 meters tall. Wow. Wow, that's pretty tall. It's actually said that Latvian women are very pretty and can be considered one of the most beautiful women in the world. Can I argue? You just have to come to Latvia to see for yourself. If I feel like this article is written by a woman who lives in Latvia. I mean, I went, I... This conversation right now. This is getting kind of boring. You I see what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? The fact that... The fact that Elvin tap danced at one point in his life. Oh, that was years ago. Years yeah, ago. But like, I don't have any memory. How? I don't... But like, can you imagine Elvis? Is there a video for you to ask? Honestly, I don't even know. I've asked my parents for that. There is a picture of me in my uniform hung up in my house somewhere. Yeah. But the uniform still? No, no. That's <laughs> gone. Long gone. Here, that was back when I was. Not, can I try it on? Mm, I don't think it would fit. I don't even know where it is. But it is. There is. I don't think it's out of here. I don't think we brought it to Canada. That's all we care about. I don't think I brought it to Canada. Ah. Oh. Brought it to Canada, which I think we should we should talk about how you. You've moved all over the place. No, I only lived in like three countries. Okay, well, I mean, you can at least say them. That would be great. Yeah, so I lived in India, UK, and here, Canada. Mm. UK man. It's UK man. Yeah, How I long did you live there? I was only there for about two years. Early nice. childhood? Yeah, I was there from when I was seven till nine. Seven Jacob, nine. you were saying that he had an accent. Yes, yes, yeah. No, I, I <laughs> did tell me that he had an accent at one point. He did school there for a bit. I did have an accent, grow- like a bit. At least by the I only when I was first there, people asking what language are you speaking? I'm like, English. He's <laughs> like, this is not English. You sound different. I'm like, are you trying to so, imitate a British? I know I lost my accent. Okay, so don't make fun of my. English. <laughs> I was like, what is he trying to do right now? It just sounds high pitched. Can that's you imagine Elvin? Like his okay. Let's think about this. His voice is a combination of an Indian, UK, and a Canadian accent. If we had listened, talked to him, like, when he first, like, oh. moved here, he would, like, we would have been so confused. Yeah, you guys probably wouldn't understand me. I would just be speech therapy after. Mm. Coming back here, I didn't want to go to speech therapy. Speech therapy. Mm. 
how this is also something that I always wonder because we always talk about this, but we never. I don't know why you like this. Uh, why? Why do you do photography? Well, how did you even get started? I actually I mean, don't know. Oh, like see, my dad always had the camera on him. I never really paid much attention when growing up because he always carried around the fa- camera and he would be the one taking pictures Does for all of us. Does he know anything about a camera though? Like, nope. He just, oh, so he just takes. He just yeah, it, he right? just had it. Like he bought like the the cheapest camera at the time. Okay. Uh, like the entry level camera you could buy. Bought it. Then my dad got like, okay, he liked it. Then he ended up buying like another lens because he realized he wanted to do a bit more. So he bought another lens, like a zoom lens, 70 to 200 mil. Um, for those who don't know photography, that's just a really good lens to zoom in for approximately like literally far out. You got to hold that thing still though. Oh yeah, you got to hold it still. Yeah. There was no stabilizer in that. Yeah. But it's really good for on a normal sunny day. Shutter speed high. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, like I don't. So what, your dad just had the camera and then what eventually you were like, you Oh my start? god, like there's more functions. You're like, whoa. Camera. No, no, like someone like um a friend of mine growing up, he asked me to take pictures from him. I'm like, sure. I took my I took the camera, took some pictures here and there. I took some decent ones. Like, I was like, okay. Then he was like, oh, then he asked me again. I was like, after a while, like, okay. Then I got into a little bit of editing. Once I realized there's more to more to photography than just taking pictures, there's editing. That was like, oh, okay, then if I want to take certain better pictures. This more things I learned. So I, over time, I picked up like, oh, I should go on manual and like, mode. And like, how long ago was this? Because like, as far, like, realistically, like, think about it. I don't know when Elvin started taking pictures. I might like, have... like, just rough guess. Like, rough guess? I, mean, I can give you an I actual time. Years ago, he had his double, trip, double E photography. Right. But um, I would guess first year. So four years ago. You think it was only four years ago? I think it was four years ago. Really? No, maybe in high school. No, I think it had, it had to be more than I, before that. Were you, in the, you were in photography class in high school. No, I wasn't. You were in photography. No, I wasn't. Who the fuck took my pictures <laughs> in high school? I did. The one of you like jumping. Yes. Yeah. That was me. That was me. That wasn't a photography class though. I think that was like, uh, I, I was making a poster or something. And I had to dem. No, it was an assignment where I had to demonstrate some movement, sort of concept like movement. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to take pictures. So you didn't take of, photography uh, all then? I just mostly just from YouTube and F- uh, YouTube and just Google searching. Okay, yeah, but like, enough. so when did you actually start taking pictures as a way of learning rather than taking pictures as a means to an end? I guess yeah, I would say after maybe grade twelve years when I first started, like so twenty twenty eighteen when I first start researching more into it, mm-hmm. looking to it more, like I've learned more knowledge from it. Like who do you like? Who do you follow? Oh, That's Peter McKinnon. I was I oh, go on his on YouTube. He's I Canadian, my, right? He's Canadian. He's based in Toronto. Yeah, I, I I've been I would watch his videos a lot, like growing up, like even from yeah, start. Well, from the intros. Is he more like I don't know? He's a vlogger. Like, like, he's like vlogger. Yeah, he's really good. There's a couple others too. Yeah, like, he does uh, like shoots though for like really big. Like he's on like shoots for like I think like he's Hyundai, yeah. Ford, like big. Oh, wow. And he's sponsored by Canon, things like that. Then yeah. there's the one guy I used to follow. Uh, or still do actually, Brandon editing. That's his Instagram, I guess. I follow. He his pictures are like. Whole different style. I loved his pictures because that one inspired me to be more to do more edits and do more night pictures. Peter McKinnon told me the basics how to use the camera, how to even take pictures and overall or give a picture some like a story more to the picture. If I were to take a picture of you, like I wouldn't just take a picture of you in a blanket right now. I would take the picture of you actually expressing emotion and feeling that you're comfortable, you're happy, you're joyful. Nobody needed to know I was in a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At your, we're we're all are in blankets right now? So if you, if you, no, see, like, I'm not going to tell you. You have to listen to the first episode to know how, where we're recording, and then you will understand why we were, why we were in blankets. 
By, by we, I just mean... The... This basement is fucking cold, man. <laughs> it's fucking cold. Yeah, it's really funny because it's like 30 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And we're just in here full blanket <laughs> up. God. Like, I'm literally wearing a sweater. These two both have full of blankets on. Like, it's, it's, it's cold, bro. It is cold. I mean, I like this. It's comfortable. Yeah, yeah I know. But anyway, though, like... So, there's different styles of photography. Oh, yeah. Like, it's different theme, storytelling. You can do so much with it. So your your goal you would say is mostly to tell a story. That's what you like to focus on. Um, I I would say for me to tell a story is for me at least for me I love doing portraits. So it's my job. Yeah. Like my goal is to make that guy look incredible as possible, or that girl incredibly as possible, right? right? Make that make him in that picture in that scene at least make him the best like object there is in that picture. Right. So right. then, like, what's the learning curve now? Like, what are you actively trying to pursue? Honestly, just being better than before. At least uh, this my currently what I now I'm since I'm running on a budget. I'm I'm just targeting on how to become a better editor right now. Um, next one is want to be maybe like focus more on car photography. Like I'm I realized like I took sure I took some decent car pictures before, but like there weren't anything extraordinary like, out there. Something else be eye catching for many people. Like there's one picture I did do well because that's mostly because I edited the shit out of it. Like I gave this guy false fake wind, uh, tinted windows. I made his car sh- like chrome with, I just like, I made the fix. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is if you want to impress the ladies with your beat up 08 Honda Civic, call Elvin, call Elvin he will give you a picture and I can he make will jack that shit into a Lambo. Like next thing you know, you're like, I don't have a Lambo. No, but now yeah, you do. Yeah, but now you do. If you believe with him. I mean, one of my pictures, car pictures I have taken was printed into a poster and hung in a garage. Wow, that's are. nice. Yeah, charge them for that. No, no, this is when I was still practicing training. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, that's also a thing. It's like, at what point do you decide that you're good enough at a skill that you can start charging I mean, money for it? When they ask me to, when they offer to pay me, I'm like, well, when I feel like maybe when you show them your portfolio, when you have other work, and then like they're like, okay, I kind of like this. I mean, right. I really, I still really don't have a portfolio. People just look at my Instagram and they just like what they see if they like what they see then they ask me but i think in like this day and age instagram is pretty much you can yeah. you we could say that but like realistically it's still not a portfolio like, yeah a, right port- now, a portfolio is more than just like a bunch of random pictures on instagram portfolio is more like what kind what shoots you have done what kind of shoots are done what different themes you have done one could be like a wedding theme like what kind of wedding photos you've done or one could be what kind of sports why don't you upload it like, I don't see you upload any, like, personal portraits. I don't see the, like, prom photos. I don't see any of those. Like, Honestly, yeah, I've just been very lazy like, on you, Instagram. You don't, you don't My really, Instagram game is terrible. You're not you're not very updated on that. Like I, like, I would think that, like, if you wanted to keep getting different clientele and keep growing, you would have to continue to build the brand. But right now, I haven't seen a lot. I'm still keeping mostly as a hobby-wise. Like, I, when I go out, like, I'll bring my camera out. Like, every time I go sightseeing, I'll bring my camera out because I like taking pictures. Is when people ask me to take pictures for them, then yeah, sure, I'll charge them. Otherwise, right. I don't, at the moment, I don't well, go like, out of my way. Well, like, for those products, like, because you're, you're saying you're continuously learning, continuously editing, and at that point in time, like, you know, if we're seeing pictures that are only three, that are three, four years earlier, but we're not seeing what you're posting, like, what you're taking in terms of today or last week, like, how do we, like, how does anybody get in contact with you to ask? Wouldn't it just be your, the same clientele again and again? Usually, like, yeah, friends and family would tell, they would just see what I take, they most people that ever asked me was from like friends and family. They were they were asked um, friends from other clients. They were just oh, they seen the pictures they they seen. They just make a recommendation. So then, do you want to scale your W photography higher? Yeah, where do you see W in like? like do you want? I mean, I saw right you're saying it's a hobby. Yeah, like, it's mostly hobby as a hobby. Like, you don't necessarily have to be paid to keep doing it. Yeah, well, honestly, I was so happy to do it for free. Like, 
I still like, like if, but you have cards. Yeah. If so anybody at this point, if they ask, I'm like, yeah, like even in Mexico, when we were in Mexico together, I took a quick, like I went up to a family, they were struggling to take a family portrait. Yeah, I know. But like, I remember like that, yeah. you, did you give them your card? Yeah. I told them here, I took some pictures. Okay. So I gave them my card. I'm like, they asked me to, they offered to pay me. I'm like, I'm on, I'm on vacation guys. I don't, I'm not here to make like, money. Like what I'm saying here is what was confusing me is like, if you wanted to scale it, because you do have these impromptu situations where people like the pictures that you're taking. So why don't you put more effort into like, like, do you, do you, do you want to, like, is that a thing? Yeah, honestly, to, do you want to, that, that's yeah, do honestly, want to do it? I do. I guess I would just, personally, I would just say I'm lazy. Um, I am actually lazy. I'll, I'll be honest. So, okay. Fair right. Genuinely lazy. I'm right. like being lazy. Mm. Fair enough. I guess when it's a hobby, it's not 100%, like, you know, well, I gotta it's, do this. It would be a different mindset if it was for a legit business. Like, if I had a full-on studio running everything out, and that was my li- that was my living, then, yes, I would go all out for it. Yeah, I mean, but, like you said, it's a hobby. Like, you could have, like, a, a I, side gig, upload once in a while. Like, you said you did prom pictures yesterday. Like, ask for permission, post a couple of them up there once you edited them, and then... That's probably my plan. I probably will ask them. Because like, prom is a very like seasonal thing. Dude, like, yeah. If you really wanted to, every year you know that time oh, I know. there's a good chance oh, yeah. that you're going to be booked out. Now, that said, you know, people like to see what you do in the past. Like, okay, phones are great, but what about that extra couple that are like, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to pay 200 bucks for this. Right? Yep, 100%. Um, but they need to be able to see it and like not, sometimes like being talking through word of mouth doesn't show you're right you're right 100 but i'm gonna lie also half the pictures taken um or you see on my page at least is what's taken from a phone okay i mean a lot of your phones i think most some of your pictures in the beginning were taken from a phone i don't think anything recently has been taken from a phone i don't see don't you remember we'll take a quick look i'm gonna take yeah, a quick but look i guess i don't know so I guess this hobby could be... It's probably hobby. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I, still going to continue. Like, even, like, I some know. of the army pictures that were taken, they were mostly just figure, uh, like, just from a phone. Actually, uh, just from, um, I took from my buddy gave me their iPhone. I just took a picture on that. Great. And oh, well, I just I mean, added... Nobody necessarily has to know that information. It's a picture still in a picture. Right? Yeah, I think you still have the ability to tell a great story through any kind of lens. Honestly, yeah. You, like, don't, you don't need to, you know, just because it hasn't been taken on a camera doesn't mean that it's not a great photo. I just like seeing, like, if so, if I were to take a picture right now, like, I want to make sure my, whoever I'm targeting, or, like, not her, correction, not targeting, modeling, I want to make sure they're looking best as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you plan on doing any kind of courses or anything like that? Like, master class, anything like that? To... Honestly, I don't know. I don't think so at the moment. I just, honestly, everything I learned was just from watching YouTube videos and from people telling me their what, different vlogs of how they did it, different mm-hmm. things they tried for their photography. Like, I saw one guy taking pictures with fire so what he did was have a newspaper on fire then take the picture with it and it was a pretty cool story or it looks like a really cool picture mm. where you see the guy and you just see the fire of the newspaper on fire while reading it it's so, just you're, sort of cool. so you're basically you just take you're like you know one person's idea you modify it into a similar thing yeah i just learned from other people watching we're just watching youtube and netflix or not netflix uh just instagram looking at pictures i'm like oh that's a cool picture i want that or if i find a cool spot like oh that's a cool spot to go take pictures I would want to go there and take pictures. Yeah. Right. Fair yeah, enough, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if you decide later, it changes. I mean, like, you take pictures too, right? I do. I do take pictures. No, I mean, not, you don't have a page. Uh, I do, oh, no, but I don't, I don't really use it as much, though. Like, I think Elvin has way more stuff than... Elvin, for sure, has a lot more stuff than I do. Um, my 
pictures that I've taken. Why don't you guys just work together to do one? Like, that's why it's confusing. Like, why don't... Like, he <laughs> runs his part. Right. You are inactive, but your pictures are not bad. I mean, we do. Good. I do for our last... Yeah, there was an event. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like, a, like a co-op business. Right, right, right. Like, right. I mean, I'm going to declare myself an actual business. Then I'm going to pay taxes. Well, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Like, no, no, just, no. no, like, for cash. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, we did, we did a volunteer for, like, uh, for a non-profit organization here. And we set up a photo booth, did some pictures. Like, just open, like, combine the make accounts. make a freaking... Combine oh. the accounts, and then both you guys do projects together, and then, like, edit together and yeah. figure it out. That could, could be a play. play. Yeah. could be a good play. Because, yeah. like, what you're doing right now is separate, but, none, but, but neither are you are big in terms of the Instagram side. Yeah, yeah. But you guys both have good products. It's not like, like you know, it's not like people don't come to you individually. Right. That is fair enough. Let's yeah. find out. Tomorrow's our both our brothers' graduation, so yeah, maybe we'll just give out cards and uh, if they want to pay. Tomorrow we might just show up at their high school and just get a five dollar ticket sign. Honestly, we'll get you to hold it. <laughs> yeah, walk like, around and collect money. Like, like dead ass. Like, go, go and get some pictures. I don't know how you know graduation pictures would be, but I, I'm sure that you know. Like to be honest, There's a market man. I'm sure that there is. Like you know, moms and dads out there, they love to see their children holding a diploma, like graduating from high school. It's a momentary, it's a moment of their life, and 100%. so like, I think it could be a cool thing for you guys to jump into, especially being so close to the high school. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's debut business. <laughs> tomorrow. What time is it tomorrow? Tomorrow, uh, I think their grad is at like six thirty. Six thirty. Six thirty. Yeah. Do I gotta look nice? I'm hoping I don't have to look too nice. Oh, that's a later problem. Yeah, I, I don't think you you can just wear a polo, I guess. Yeah. I was hoping to go in shorts and t-shirts and call it a day. Shorts and t-shirts. Bring all your camera equipment and you'll look the part. Yeah, you'll look the part. Deck yourself out <laughs> in technology. <laughs> yeah. Fake it till you make it. I mean, Fake they'll see me having it. a tripod attached to my backpack, a camera on my around my neck, a big ass flash on it. Yeah, with exactly. a backpack. That's it. The bigger the flash, the bigger the professional you are. And the bigger also, lens too. Bigger lens. You know what else isn't? I was um today I was like a dream my run. I was listening to this. Uh, I was listening to a podcast talking to Cameron Haynes. Um, he's like this like world renowned bow hunter. Yeah. And I think like um there was like a guy I think in the very early on in his career you know bow hunting you're not necessarily carrying a camera around with you and 100%. having a cameraman like they would want to have to be able to be with you in the wild. Yeah. Like, mm. they have to be able to track 100 miles with you through a mountain. Oh, yeah. And for days on end because you're not catching something the first day. Yeah, yeah. And so this guy, I think, very early on, um, I don't remember his name, but he was like, hey, like, Cam, like, I want to I wanna do this, like, photo thing. I want to record you doing your, your, your craft. And Cam was like, all right, but you have to – and then he's like, oh, can you show up on Saturday? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I have a, like, I have a cousin's wedding on a fr- on the Friday. Yeah. Uh, and then this, like, on Saturday, he's meet them on this mountain range. Yeah. And this, and Cam's like, okay, like, I need to know that you're, like, legit, that you're willing to put in your work to be able to get this, sh- these shots. Yeah. Um, and I think the story goes that Cam was like, oh, you have to, yeah, yeah, go to your wedding that night and then drive throughout the night to get to the mountain range by one and then trek from one to six through the mountain in the middle of the night to get to the, the camp spot where he was living. Yeah. And then in the camp's brain, I think on Saturday morning, I was like, oh, yeah, there's not a chance this kid is going to show up for yeah, this. Like, yeah. He shows up. And, like, I think nearly now, like, you know, five, six years later, like, the guy is the lead wilderness photographer, videographer, choreographer for, I think, like, Western Hunter, which is, like, a, I think a TV series or right, whatever. Right, right. So I think, like, there's merit in just, like, taking the chances and just going forward with it. But 100%. you have to have the ability to, like, 
think about like what exactly you want to do with it and like yeah. the grit just to take the opportunity oh yeah and i think when it's something like creative you there are just more options because you the whole point is to be more creative right like it's just it's you can you can try and sell anything it doesn't it doesn't even matter it's gonna find the right niche market yeah like, like you can there's probably a market for anything if you're looking like there's literally like, like if you think about it like there's um like there's there's literally videos like it's four minute videos online of like you know these these kids or like people who are saying like oh why do i run or like like the yeah. motivations behind doing like prepping of a marathon it's like clips with a sound bite on the back voiceover and it's just clips of running like tired yeah, and yeah. Like sweat or etc and that's just also one part of the craft but it could be something that's cool and worth like learning too yeah 100 percent. yeah 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 I mean, I remember when you're doing where at the moment you were training for an Ironman. Did no, 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 not Ironman. Or triathlon? <laughs> it was not an Ironman. I did not train for an Ironman. I mean, you ended up doing a triathlon. I did a, a long distance triathlon. Yeah, Olympic triathlon. Yeah. I mean, I still have videos and clips from that, but you we never know, actually. That, like, like, I feel like at this point in time, if you did the same thing, the production quality would get much better. Oh, way better. It'll be way better. Like, at the time, I remember it was just such a weird situation. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't forget, there was going to be no sound in any of them. It was no, gonna be muted. But still, it was just like the the the. the I mean, though, at the moment, I was literally just using my. He was using phone. his phone, right? And it was just yeah. like whatever thing came out of that would look like you know, like okay. not something that wasn't really like. Yeah, that. I'll be honest. I was still use my phone to take videos. It's still because I know the phone would be pretty pretty good as a built stabilizer. What? If I use my camera, my camera's design is best for pictures. I could use it for video. Like, I mean, I do use my I use my camera as a webcam sometimes. And like it is mint condition, but like using it for someone as moving and recording at the same time, it'll be much more difficult to keep you in focus. Cause I know my capabilities, my limitations with the camera. Mm-hmm. And I also know my limitations for different things. So, drop, so what I'm hearing is you gotta give a gimbal and then run right <laughs> next to me. Also need to get a better camera. <laughs> okay, I need to get a video well, camera. You know not just a ca- you need to start somewhere to get better. <laughs> yeah, but so. I mean on my phone, I know my limitations of that, so I'll keep recording on you on that. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Elvin, I think like one thing that I'd like to, you know, it's been this conversation's been going on for quite a while now. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know when else has been checking the time, but but I have. Um, Continue. Is it what time is it? It's uh, seven thirty. Shit, I have a meeting. Well, yeah, rip. I <laughs> oh, think, one sec. Um, I think what I wanted to kind of conclude on is that um, would you would you go through the whole military path again? Oh, 100%. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets? Do you, do, would, you, would you encourage someone to take that chance? Yeah, if I was in, like, high school graduating, high school graduating right now, all, let's say, the people that we're going to meet tomorrow if we go to our siblings' graduation, what what would you tell them if they wanted to do military? I mean, you never know if you don't like it until you try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, honestly, like, most things I realize, if I like it or not, the only way you find out is by trying. And if you do it, you like it, great. If you don't like it, what do you lose? you lose a couple weekends or a couple days of your life. Right. Mm. Yeah. I think once you, you know, it's, um, the older you get, the, the more you realize that there's, there's time to change. Right. Well, which, which is, there you go. Yeah. One step forward. Don't look back. Right. Don't look back. Don't look back. Yeah. All you can do is keep moving forward. That's yeah. right. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Elvin, Com specialist, IT his, uh, IT person, person IT. half marathoner, and, guy. Uh, and aspiring graduate of Brock University, class yes. of 2023. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Hopefully, <laughs> 2023 goes well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, 
hit us up on the uh, on the social medias. We got a TikTok and, and uh, hit Elvin up on Instagram. Double, yes, yes, um, Elvin uh, Facebook. Elvino, E L V I N O. And and it's a, a one. And it's a one. So it's there we go. Yeah, yeah. And then double E photography for the photo. Somehow we established a business during this episode. But hey, there we go. Know. All right. All right. Uh, take care, everybody. Uh, we hope you have a great day or night or whenever yeah. you listen well, to this. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you, Alvin. All right, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, sure, dude.